Jonathan, all my gamers, geeks, and fellow D&D freaks, and welcome back to yet another session of Nat One Adventures. My name is Dave. I am still not your DM just quite yet. Uh, that is... Uh, yeah, uh, well, you know, we're getting there, but... Uh, no. Until the end of the month. Until the end of the month. So, you get to listen to us die repeatedly over and over and over again, while I slowly go insane. Other than that, um, yeah, no, uh, welcome back. And uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and kick it off to our DM for this campaign, uh, Cynical Iceberg. It is yours. Go for it. So hopefully we don't have that problem of last week. If you listened to last week, which you totally should. Don't yell. Uh, we had don't some yell technical difficulties don't last yell. three minutes. Let's just uh, – we'll just leave it at that. Okay. So last time you guys had a very interesting session to say the least. You uh, <clears throat> had some fun, made some new friends, met an organization, decided to take part in their current plan to achieve your objective. Uh, some died, some lived, some are no longer part of us, but we will forever hold them in our hearts. Anyway, now you guys are currently on your way to the first general, which is the first of your assassination targets. And the current objective, you have all agreed to the price of 2,000 bytes plus 15,000 when the job is done. You're about eight hours, give or take, away from your current objective. Um, the ranger you guys met last session is briefing you on all the intel. But first, as always, Raspy, I know you got something to shout out this week. Well, you know, our favorite, and not sponsored, but should be sponsored, but really isn't sponsored, because if she tried to sponsor us, we'd look at her and laugh and go, <laughs> you, we're not taking your money. Uh, Guild Mom Shop, uh, where you can get some really, really good uh, keychain dice and dice earrings, and I think she just restocked up on some stuff, because I got some notifications, so feel free to reach out um, and uh, buy some really, really cool stuff from her. Uh, can't express that enough. Um... And, yeah, that's that's really the, the major person I got shout-outs for. Listen, we sound like a broken record. I know we do, but she makes great stuff. You know what I mean? Great stuff. All right, Rook, I know you got something for me this week. Uh, two things. Uh, first off, Carrot Keller. That's Carrot and K-E-L-L-E-R on TikTok. They also have a shop. They have little mushkins, they're little mushroom people that, that, that are made out of clay. They can be earrings. She does customs. Um, wonderful. Go check them out. The second thing is Guild Dice, G-Y-L-D, um, Damage Dice. They have every type of damage from D&D as a sack of various dice, anywhere from a D4 up to a D12. It's incredible. They're all themed after each of their dice, and they all look beautiful. They even come with a little bag. Again, not sponsored by either. Hey, good. I always know you got some good for stuff. All right. Then we got uh, Michael and Bossman. Any shout-outs this week besides the white flats? Uh, I just want to give a shout-out to some of my in-laws in the other part of the world. Hi! Indy. I don't know if they're going to be listening to this, but I just want to give them a shout-out. Hey, fair enough. All right, boss man. Anything else, or are we all good to go? I got nothing. You, you should have I a shout-out from whoever's playing Fortnite, because apparently we're shouting out Fortnite as well. That should be a shout-out. Hey, out. listen. Listen, my online games go so much better without all the nine-year-olds. I'm just saying. <sighs> like, honestly, the parents shouldn't even be giving nine-year-olds a ten-year-old 
actual video games. Wait until they're a little older, in my opinion. Bunny hole. Bunny hole. I mean, that, yeah, until they have a sense of self-agency a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. They, but you have to start them out with garbage so you can eventually show them paradise. You know what I mean? You gotta set their expectations I mean, low. Minecraft yeah, to Skyrim. Yeah. There you go. You did. You're good. Yikes. Shots fired. Wow. Calling those garbage. All right, then. <laughs> oh, All right. I say garbage. I said you start off with Minecraft and, and, and then you go over and you can play Skyrim. But you can't start off with perfection. You got nowhere to go. Setting standards, okay? <laughs> Setting standards. The standards should be there, not down here in the gutter, okay? Set them up for success. Hey, fun, hey, fun fact, is nine years and three months old. Whee! Oh, that's not depressing to any people who's running. Okay, so, you guys are currently in a new uh, car that you did not pay for, Rook. But um, that the organization lent out, but it's basically the same as the last card. It's just not crumpled by RPGs. So the ranger is telling you about your current objective. Your the general you're going for is Nolafa the Obscured, and he lays out a short map. And not much is known about this general except that he is a strategic mastermind, but he's also interestingly enough a Draco Tar. Say what? And a Draco Tar. And you can make me an intelligence check if any of y'all know what creature that is. Oh, you know what? Because I like rolling things, I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll as well, but I want to roll. Just, I got a six. Uh, I get a plus zero, so yeet, we're doing this. So just a, just a regular. I got a. I, I have no clue. I got a one. So just a straight up intelligence check. Yeah, um, that's that's two. Net one's back to back right there. Let's go double. Let's do it. All right. So for the net ones, you um, there's some really pretty rocks on the uh on the highway. They they just they're captivating. They're just the glory. The way the water is slowly flowing over the boulders, it's just fan. It's just fantastic. Uh, they didn't take a nice watercolor. All right, we got a ten and what else? What was the last one? I got sixteen. Good buddy, you recognize this and you're able to describe this creature. Basically a hybrid between a lizard and a dragon. Um, you know that they come in four it's types. A, it's a, a lizard man with a dragon for the centaur part of the body. Okay. Yes. You would know they come in four different types. Blue, red, green, and yellow. And you know that determines what their immunities are for damage, and also uh, how they like to participate in combat, and also their different abilities, whether they have a breath attack, or they use their tail to poison you, or they prefer movement. And some of them can even fly. The older ones, they have wings. Okay. So. And we're hunt we're hunting that, or we're meeting that. That's your assassination target, the ranger says very dryly. Okay, so the cross between a centaur and a dragonborn. Okay, cool. Great. Yep. Lizard horse thing. That's going to be fun. Oh, that's... So, he tells y'all the route. 
And as you're going, he also informs you that because you are so willing to cooperate, they will stage an attack on the northeast part of the castle, which will allow you to sneak into the southwest part of the castle relatively unscathed. You will have to deal with three layers of guards across two different floors, and then to reach the top or center of the castle. Um, he can't really offer you much intel about the boss itself, but apparently he's a fanatic when it comes to leaving notes, and has a fondness for riddles. And uh, he's also recently acquired a griffin and a mechanical robot. Do you want to add a dragon to that as well? <laughs> Don't give Corey ideas. Oh, that seems like a lot already. A robot and a griffin recently acquired. All of this brought to you by Take Your Notes. Take Your Notes. So you can look back and go, oh, that's what I was talking about. But see, the thing is, you've not become that person that takes the notes, so no one else is going to take them. They're all just going to ask you questions. Yeah, you ask me all the questions you want. I'll just be like, cool. You, does this does this go with your notes? Oh, wait, what? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's all going to come back to bite you in the butt. All I'm saying. So, he says you have another, you have a chance to sleep for about four hours before you get within about 10 to 15 miles of the castle. He says he will be waiting by the Edsville Point of the southeast part of the castle and um you see that he has several rifles with them and he'll be able to cover your escape should you need one and who is the one that said this the ranger you guys okay. met last session okay so uh oh question uh are we still at original low health or we rest we rested up and then we headed out uh, y'all didn't rest, but they have mages that gave you the effects of a long rest, so you're all back to full. Awesome, okay. Woo. So you are traveling, um, midday, so you will get there around dusk, or late evening. But the sun is still low in the sky, but it is in the sky. Okay. Um, uh, I know that, uh... I'm still, it still hit pretty hard from the, the loss of shark bait, so, um... It's been about 16 hours since that event. Yes, and so it's still very much in the forefront of my mind, so I know that I go up and, uh, approach Agrinel and... Look at him and say, How are you holding up? He was the only person I ever considered a friend in my life. How do you think I'm holding up? Like millions of voices screaming in your head and all you want to do is punch the ground until they stop? But that could just be me. I want to burn something to the ground. I don't know what. I just have the overwhelming urge to find any reason to just raise an entire village to the ground.
I just want something to break. Is what I want. That doesn't seem like me. Have you ever experienced grief? Loss? I would say I experienced the loss of my family, but that was more of my strategy to inherit everything. I simply outlived the bastards. So then the answer would be no. You've never actually experienced loss. Loss is when... They They crammed me into this body of mine simply to make themselves rich. Forgetting damn well that I can outlive them all. Well. This emotion that you are feeling is natural. And it sucks. And it won't get better. It might get fainter, but it won't get better. But if I can help you find something to raise to the ground... I will. I appreciate the offer. It's noted. As you two are discussing this, the ranger does turn back, and um, he hands... He, he kind of looks at all four of you, and Brez, he hands you a flare gun, and he notes on the center of the castle that the high point of the tower has a large courtyard, so... When, uh, once you've done the deed, or you need to escape, shoot this flare up, and we'll be able to mobilize some RPGs to hit the exterior of the tower, giving you about a two-minute exfil window. Okay, well, don't shoot. I just nod. Alright, so is anyone else doing anything in the approximately four hours it's taking to get there? I buddy prays in the car. Hope uh, praying to the Archangel Michael, hope giving blessing for this mission to go as well and succeed. What are you praying for specifically? Are you, you know, wisdom, courage, bravery, fortitude? Hmm. I would say the uh, praying for bravery. Bravery. Make me a religion check. Um, okay. Ah, uh, I rolled a five. You totally heard you, but, uh, uh, maybe not your breast period, you ever said. Uh, God, okay, get out of the bad rolls right now. <laughs> well, they say everyone deserves second chances. You could always roll again. I'm rolling again. I rolled a nine. <laughs> oh my god. Slightly better, but not so much. You feel as the best course of action would be to sit forward and, and stare at, at the back part of the headdress for the next four hours. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why? Is anybody else doing anything just besides, you know, waiting, arresting, polishing weapons? Uh, Agronel is, now that he has taken care of his of his mold, he has, he's going to spend some time polishing what is visible of his body. Mm-hmm. Rez, I'm assuming you're just polishing your weapons. Correct. Uh, what ammo type do you currently have in? Or are going to change to? What ammo? 
Yeah. You bought several types of ammo. Um, right now I think I'm just gonna have my regular ammo. Right? Okay. Uh, Zoltan, I mean, I think specific. All right, good. That's for uh, Zoltash. You doing anything specific? <sighs> I think that as I'm resting my eyes, the uh, the battle just goes back over my head and uh, back through my mind, and I try to analyze and see if I could have done anything to, I don't know, been faster, use different tactics, and then I find myself slowly going back. And it transitioning over to seeing the very draconic version of myself and it being hazy and like those old TV shows where where the old TV is where it would fade out and you have to try to actually like tune it in and it's just it's harder and harder. And, and then it becomes clear and you hear you are coming to me on your own free will. Interesting. So you do desire my power. But what cost are you willing to give? I can't lose anybody else. Hmm. Well, you didn't answer my question. What cost are you willing to give? Looks at the draconic arm. Looks at his non. Looks at the rest of himself. What is it that you... What is it that I have that you want? Hmm. I can tell you're an agile fighter, yet you lack the raw strength to slaughter your enemies. Hmm. When you are next in pain, scream out my name, and I shall grant you a foresight of what is to come. And what is your name? Oh, you mean my true name? Yes, Demitus is a very childish nickname given to me long ago from the Red One. My true name is Albion. The Vanishing One. V as in Vanishing, or B as in... V as in Vanquish. Albion, the Vanishing One. And Zoltash, you do open your eyes, and the ranger informs you that you guys are here. At the castle. There's already a battle going on underway. Um, looks like the fighting is taking place at the northeast. You at the southwest. And what do you guys do? Well, they said that they were going to distract the northeast. So, proceed with the plan. Southwest, sneak in. Unless someone has a better idea. The ranger does hand you a small, what looks to be thermite, he, and he uh, instructs you 
he uh, draws a simple map and he says, use this this coordinate right here to burn through the wall. There's an old cellar running running below the tower. Okay, and I take it and I uh, I pocket it. Alright, go ahead and get on your way. And he says, I'll be at the southeast when you need me. You guys all get out of the car and he drives around to the southeast and pulls out his rifle and begins to help his comrades. Anybody have anything to help us to uh, be a little more covert? Spells, abilities, anything? I mean, I have, I have deafness blindness. No pass without a trace. Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a path of shadows monk. If only you had an Earth Renasi. Hmm. I thought Dru I thought uh, Druids had that. That's that's why I was like, this is this is me, not Zoltash. I thought that that Druids had that. No, I'm a circle of spores Druid, my guy. Fine. I get animate dead. <laughs> I'll bring back the zombies. Okay, okay. Um, then I guess we. Uh, Slowly go, and uh, I ask Rez to go ahead and scout. You know, go ahead of us, make sure to scout and uh, be our eyes before we get there. Uh, you're about 50 feet from the wall, and there's no enemies in sight. Seems they're very focused on the northeast part of the castle. You hear distant gunfire and explosions. I am going to uh, sneak up to the wall, kind of keeping my wits about me. Follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just all walk up there. No problems. No guards in sight. Uh, very quietly, I move over to the coordinates that um, the ranger said, and I take out the, um, the thermite, and I proceed to carve us an entrance into this. You said it was a cellar? Yeah, um, you, um, the thermite slowly works its way. It looks like it has a sound dampening magic seal on it. it. doesn't really make much noise besides the humming. And you open it up and, um, it's very dingy, very musty, it's very dank, it's cold, wet, dark. But yes, you would determine this would be a cellar. And judging by its schematics, the cellar Halfway across the castle, will open you up to the first flight of stairs to go to the second floor. All right. Um, Rez, if you want to take the lead, scout ahead. Scout ahead, and we'll be right behind you. I'm going to uh, keep probably ten to fifteen feet between myself and the rest of the party. As I'm doing mm -hmm. As you're slowly walking through, it looks like this zone's been abandoned. Um, you can tell by all the cobwebs and just layers of dust. You're not exactly sure, but you can say it's definitely been several years, not decades, since anyone's been down here. Mm. 
And we said this leads to the first uh, the first floor via the stairs. So the schematics which were go which were uh, shown to you at the far end, about halfway when the when it splits into a cross, on the left side of where it splits, there's supposed to be a ladder that leads up to a flight of stairs. Um, question: Do we have a map for this, or no? Uh, yeah, you do. No, I meant like in the uh on the he, stream. He, yeah, I was saying he meant on stream. Uh, not yet. Ooh, theater of ah. mind, you got this. Um, okay. Uh, then I uh, then I will communicate. Um psychically to uh, Rez about to look for the, the ladder. Um, you can make me a perception check whoever's in the, whoever's in the front. Alright, give me just a second. You still have to 50 in it. Perception. Perception. Perceive something. Mm -hmm. That is a 23, my guy. Yeah, you find a letter, no problem. Yeah, it's kind of old. Some slats are broken, but it looks like one of those that's like half wood, half caved uh, carpenter wall. So you're able to climb it pretty easily. Um, I'm going to convey it to the rest of the party where it is, um, and then I'm going to slowly emerge from the ladder, kind of taking a look around, seeing if there's any traps or anything. Uh, to the right, you see some... It's somewhat dimly lit. The um, You can tell there used to be a door in this part, but it looks like it's been blown open. Um, there's some light pictures flickering, and right to your left as you emerge, you're up on the stairs. Um, I'm going to go to the base of the stairs and wait for the rest of the party to come up the ladder. Okay. Sneaky sneak upstairs. Yes. Yeah. If you're trying to sneak, you can roll me a stealth check, but if you are wearing heavy armor, you have disadvantage. What if you are made out of metal? <laughs> you do not. Did you take the, the heavy set in stone? Warforge path, where you gain extra AC. I don't think I did. Then you probably took the medium, which, because the heavy gives you a plus two, while the medium only gives you a plus one. Since you're a medium and druid, you don't have this advantage. Okay, so. Uh, do I. Yeah, buddy, you have this advantage because you're wearing heavy armor, right? I'm wearing medium armor with my shield. You know what you should? Okay, you do, you do not have this advantage in, so just roll once for a stealth check. Okay, uh, I rolled a 15. Do I add my modifier to that as well? Just your debts. Uh, it's a plus one. I got 16. Okay, uh, every nail? Nin 19. Okay, Rez, you probably have like a 28, don't you? Uh, that's actually a natural 20. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking rogues, man. Basically, same thing. Alright, Zoltish. Uh, 18. 
Yeah, you guys are all pretty stealthy. He almost lose Rez. So it says you have to have psychic link with him to make sure he's still there. Oh, I know he's there. It's just like, with the- Fuck. Every fucking time. You guys Ooh, go up. Andy, go. He has one flight of stairs. Looks like it's a small courtyard. And you do see four guards uh, roaming about. They're about mm, 20 feet away from you. And on the other side of the guards, you can see another flight of stairs. Is there a way to sneak past the guards without getting into combat? Well, there are four guards spread out pretty evenly, and they're all carrying headlamps on them, so it's kind of dark, but, you know, they can still see pretty well. Hey. I cast darkness on the whole party. I'm kidding. I don't have that spell. Hey, Raz, could you make some noise in the furthest part away from the stairs? If you have a lot of stealth, could you just stealthily make a noise and stealthily run back? Uh, give me a second. Let me check. Like, throw a stone or something. Say the other option is is I could cast sleep and see if I can knock them out. If I mean, it really depends. Do they look like really hardy or they look like just kind of? Well, making a perception check. Okay. Per perception. Perception. Look with your eyes. Okay, um, twenty-two. Perception. I but with a twenty-three. Uh. They look pretty run down, armor's pretty rusted, assuming they're carrying blunted short swords. Cool. Um, I'd like to, unless somebody's got a better idea, uh, cast sleep. It's a that's that's uh, 90 feet. And... I get to roll 5d8 to see how many, and then it takes away from... Their total HP. Yeah, I'm good with that. I, I don't have what I thought I wanted. So. Okay. Oh. Yeah, you can roll 5d8, and then you can affect that that much of HP from them. Ooh. Um. Like, you roll 5d8, and then you get a total... Yeah. And then you say, I want to affect this person. So I got a total... And then I'll, I'll see how many you have. I got a total of 36. So... I don't know how much they have for HP, but uh, I would like to uh, see who I can take. Well, now that, you, now that you're looking a bit further, there are six of them. So... With your sleep, you could... Um... You feel like you could sleep four of them. Okay, I'd, I'd like to get it so that way um, it's ones that are not exactly like uh, like far away. I'd like to see if I could time it so that way the ones that are closest to the um, the stairs slump down, and then the ones that are farther away, it'll give us a chance to basically just 
they go to sleep and we sneak past them. So that way they go, huh? What? Hmm? So you're trying to sleep for them, have the other two not notice ours all sneak past? Yes. Okay, so you're activating sleep? Yes. Uh, in about a couple seconds, you see as you complete the incantation for them, kind of slump over. Um, and as they do, their headlamps hit the ground, and it's solid concrete, so they make a very loud sound, as they do. And then the other two, um, immediately see this oh, God and, damn it. And, run, and run over to them. We're, but we're still we're still stealth, correct? So they just watched them fall down. The headlight, the headlamps went crash. Yeah, and two of them broke. Okay. So one of one of them is screaming because they have broken glass in their eye. <sighs> is it possible to cast sleep again on these last two? I know I just cast sleep, but. Six seconds around. If not, it's fine. Uh, I mean, yeah, you can. You just have to use another first level spell slot. Yeah. But you definitely have to do it on the person who's streaming in pain right now, too. Yep. So you have to get three of them. Yep. Uh, okay, you cast it. You affect two of them, but one of the guys is still standing. And... He's, look, he's looking around for... I'm going to cast Blindness Deafness on this motherfucker if I can. Okay. Alright. Let me look that up in my book. Yeah. I got you. Can blind or different foe. Choose one target that you can see. You are not within 30 feet of him. Oh, I am not. Okay, well then... Can I move up to do this? Sure. Make... Uh, you're getting within 30 feet of him? Was he the only one still unaffected? Yeah. He's, he's, he's looking around, too. Um, I'm going to try to stealth move up if I can. Well, make me a stealth check. Hey, 19 again. Whee! Yeah, you somehow were able to sneak up behind him. Like, he's, he's, he's looking around frantically, but he doesn't see you. Alright, blindness, deafness it is, and they need to make a concert. Uh, that's a 17 save? I believe it does, but I'm going to check regardless, because... Yeah, it would be a spell save. Yeah. Uh, that, what, what number am I looking at? My spell DC? A plus proficiency plus modifier. 8 plus proficiency. So that'd be a 16. So I'm assuming your, your spellcasting is at 5. Eight yeah, it's at 12 3. It's just, you know, he saves. Alright, well then, if, if uh, even though that counted as an action, can I just try to kill the motherfucker? Sure. What are you, uh, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to try to run my sword through his head. Are you calling your shot? I am indeed, which I know will give me a... a minus, minus 5 plus 10. Minus 5 plus 10? Yes. Minus 5 to hit, plus 10 for damage. Ah. 
Yeah? Are you stealthily? Are you, are you just running full sprint, going full Chungmungungule? Oh no, I, I was stealthily doing. Okay, you oh, get yeah, right, you get right up to him, and he turns around right as you're poking the spear. So make me an attack uh, roll. My sword, uh, my sword specifically. Um, so that oh, is how does a nat twenty? How does a nat twenty sit you, buddy? <laughs> Yeah, you, you you would have had advantage on it either way. Oh, uh, yeah, he turns around, right, as you just stick this thing right through his throat, so... Yeah. And it looks like the other guy died from blood loss, uh, it, you would you would presume. Nice. Hmm. Oh, yeah. And the other four are sleeping. And I motioned for the others to, fall, to move forward. Quietly. Um... I get a, as I as I wrench my sword out of this dude's head. Um, you you hear uh, psychically. Do we just kill the rest of them then, since they're sleeping? Buddy says that doing their jobs, let them sleep. Agronail shrugs and just walk, keeps walking. <laughs> Basically saying, "Not my problem," and he keeps walking. <laughs> I done my job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did my job. Uh, Riz is gonna take point again okay. and start stealthily moving ahead uh, down question. the uh, second ticket. Should we tie up the guards if we need to make a hasty escape? I mean, they're sleeping and they're going to sleep for a while. Okay. So. When they wake up, there'll be two guys dead for God knows what reason. They won't know. So. Hopefully, if they're dumb enough, they'll think they did it. Position one with a sword and wipe some blood on it, so that way anyone who wakes up. I like this plan. Okay. So I'd like to do that before we leave. Set it so that way it looks like they turned on each other. So the guy wakes up and doesn't know what he did. So, y'all continuing on? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you heard the uh, the little plan that we had there? I did. I wrote it down. Oh. Cool. Or oh, I didn't, but, but you know. The universe knows it now. It has been recorded. It is done. It has been recorded in the annals of history? Yes. The annals? Yes. No, the annals. A-N-N-A-L-S. I know, but I had to be immature. Let's go. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you are a noble, so, you know. <laughs> okay, so you start to ascend for the second staircase. It looks like you're running along the length of the castle. Uh, you do see, as you're going up to the third floor, um, uh, looks like the majority of the castle's defense are fighting outside. Looks like the organization did back up their words, and there's a bunch of skirmishes going on. So, the majority of the cards are being drawn to them. So then we should, we should be able to maneuver and find our target without really running across any more than those guards that we just took care of. So, you reach the second floor, or the third floor, and it's a big courtyard again. And it's about a 40 by 40 courtyard. And there's a robot 
about 10 feet tall, just sitting in the middle of it. And there, and on the opposite side is another staircase. Does it look active, or does it look like it's waiting to be activated? Make let me guess for Sebastian. Make me a hacking check. Use your intelligence. Okay. Okay, I'm rolling as well. Uh, Seventeen. I forget which thing I took. I'm the hacker, so uh, 17, unless I'm adding my proficiency, which would make it a dirty 20. The dirty 20, uh, yeah, it looks like it's in standby mode. So it's not off, so but it's not full on. I, I am down. going to uh, switch to my EMP ammo. Okay. Um, would, I, would I know that if we walk, would it be triggered if we walked in front of it, or would we be safe to go, and it's just waiting for an actual, an actual command. Uh, you know, most of these that are stationed are imbued with detect movement. They can detect any movement within 40 feet. And that's literally right where the next set of stairs is. Yep. Uh, how far away are we from the robot again? Now you're at 40 feet. So if we go, if we try to go across, this is all mentally, this is all psychically. I'm telling you, if we try to go across there, our big friend will wake up. So either we try to get over and I try to disable him, or we fight him. Either way, it's he's between us and there, and I point over to the stairs. Um. Would blindness, deafness work on these sensors as well? Hmm. Again, I'd have to be within thirty feet, though. Yep. Yep. This would wake him up. Uh, should you try to see if you could sneak over and hack him? I mean, I can. Um, I'm the one that has the proficiency in it. The person that would be best at actually stealthing is, uh. Rez and I he did not do he did not take hacking he took but infiltrator no I, I told you to make me a hacking check I didn't say you had to be the hacker okay. I just said make me a hacking check but and use your intelligence okay okay so so I mean Rez could try and sneak past or at least move slowly enough that he could get over there. Zoltash, you would know you got about three seconds before once you enter the field to uh, disable it. Mm. So unless we had something that made it so he could not see. So I could sprint in there, cast blindness, deafness. Would that work, DM? Does that work on constructs? I. I think it does. Blindness, deafness. What is senses? Does a sense like um? It senses magically. So if you blind him, he can still sense you with noise. So you can't blind and deaf him. So, yeah, you know. So like, is uh, if uh, Rez get behind like a shield and walk up, will he still sense him? Yep. Darn it. Okay. I know. <laughs> As you all say this, I'm just going to 
take aim with my EMP ammo and take a shot. Oh no, Mike's there? Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. really? Okay. Indeed it is. Roll me. Alright, boss man, I like your style. We attack at advantage. Yo, what a baller move. Just be like, alright, well, while y'all are arguing, let's EMP the fuckers. How, how, how do you figure this out? <laughs> uh, just... <sighs> what a fucking boss move, my guy. Who are you? That is a 26. Okay, go and roll your damage. Thirty-six million. Oh, he's still alive. Damn it. Uh, that is twenty-six piercing damage, and I use my EMP ammo as well. Gotcha. So I'd be an extra two D eight. Roll high. Please roll high. That is 36 damage. 36 damage total. You felt like this would be a really good way to knock up a lot of, like, you know, armor and HP from the boss. Um, as you fire it, you 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 forgot and to realize that most of these things are immune to electricity since they're powered by it. Uh, so you feel like as soon as you shoot it, you did deal half in piercing damage. But then it also gets a shield, so it's a net net zero. But it is awake okay, now. But but I didn't use my shock ammo, I used my EMP ammo. Yeah. Hmm. Yo, why wouldn't that take it out, bro? Yeah, that that then I got yeah. Not take it out per se, but like Stun wouldn't it. an EMP affect a robot, my guy? Stun it. It do okay, it does. Okay, it ended up thirty six damage and it's awake. Okay, full initiative then. Okay. I'm All like right. Okay. I got a three. I got an eight. That's a D eight plus your initiative roll. Yeah. Um, I got a... That is a ten. I have an eight as well, so Rez beats me because he has a higher dex. So it's Agronel, Res, Zoltish, buddy. Yeah. Aurora waits up, is not very amused, is going to walk forward. And I do have this on the map. If you want to go ahead and hand it in and pull that up. Ooh, ooh. Which one, which one, which one, which one? Uh, the one, the one that's labeled start. Because I'm too lazy to rename all these. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're like, they're like the center bottom of it. Look at that. Any pretty guys? He looks so menacing. <laughs> he does. Is he, within 30, is he within 30 feet of me? Yeah. Is there any open space, like a joint, like joints or something that I can see? Like that's an opening possibly on him? Mm, nope. Okay. Who's yeah. got, who's got first? You. The, ro the robot. Oh, the robot, sorry. So, since you're all kind of crowded, so, uh, 
Um, Rez, you were first, right? Uh, I think so. Because yeah. I'm assuming, are y'all all standing in a line vertically or horizontally or what? No, I mean, we basically were coming right around, like, I don't know where, the, like, theoretically, is the door over to his right or to his left? Because Rez would have uh, stepped aside uh, to shoot at him. Okay, I'm assuming y'all were kind of like, so I'm assuming Rez, you stepped out to the right, Zoltaj, you stepped out to the left, so something like that. Something similar, yeah, so that way we can keep, uh, keep our spellcaster, uh, you know. Yep, he's just gonna walk up to you, and he's gonna do a ground pound attack. Ow. That's gonna hit all of you. Ow. By the way, I was 15 feet in front of the rest of the party, by the way. Oh, you were? Okay. Yeah, I mentioned that when we were first walking upstairs. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. You were there, then. So then that that one looks that one looks more accurate. Yeah. Accurate. Bug boy's gonna gonna nibble on you now, Rez. So I'm assuming a twenty four hit. Ah uh, yes. So you are gonna take a colossal uh thirteen bludgeoning damage. Sit Rez is down. Oh, Rez yeah. is down. <laughs> No! Um, I'm gonna use Uncanny Dodge. Is that half the damage? Yes. What? Okay, round down, so you take six bludgeoning. Alright, and that's its turn. So, Wacker now. Woo woo. Um, well, since. <sighs> okay, um. You wanted to burn things, move out and burn some shit. Uh, this robot's made out of metal, right? Yep. Yep. Alright, cool. It glows red hot and it's going to take 2d8 fire damage. Mm. Okay, how how large do the flames go on it? Or is it just heating the metal on it? Heat metal. That is the spell. Yeah, I'm saying, does it, does it have a range though? Because red is within 5 feet of it. Uh, choose a manufactured metal object such as a metal weapon or suit of heavy or medium metal armor. That you can see within range. Uh, the range is 60 feet, by the way. You cause the object to glow red hot. Any creature in physical contact with the object takes 2d8 fire damage when you cast the spell. Until the spell ends, you can use a bonus action to, on each of your subsequent turns to cause this damage again. Okay. Well, it's super effective against the robot, so we can roll 4d8. Yeah. Woo! Do it. Do it. Do it. Take it down. Well, let's see. That's... 8 plus 6, which is... 14. Help me out here. That is 14 plus 4. That is 18 plus 5. That is 23 damage. Okay. Whereas you don't feel any negative effects, but you are sweating profusely now. Because, you know, it's a giant 10-foot robot engorged in heat. So, you know. Glowing red hot. He wants to give you a hug. Uh, Rez, it's your turn. Um, so I am going to... Do I see any sort of power source or anything where I'm this close? No. Nope. Alright, I am going to, uh, just take a shot at it with my rifle. Uh, do you have a feat that imposes not disadvantage? I do. I have a gunner feat. Okay, yeah, you're good then. 
Stick it in his face. With Kerplowy. Shoot him in the Kerplowy. Shoot him. Uh, 21. There are the hits. Don't All that damage plus uh, 2d8. Don't make fun of my Kerplowy. No, 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 I'm going to use it from now on, my guy. I'll make fun of your Kerplowy. <laughs> you know what? Fine. Kerplowy. You know, Lady McQueen. Don't make me post that image. <laughs> no. That is another 36 damage. Okay. Uh, Zoltish, two turn. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I know you're just gonna hide. Um, no, I'm actually gonna bonus action disengage, and then I'm gonna use my full movement out to the right side. Okay, Zoltish, it's your turn. Okay. Um, so we got 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Okay, so I'm going to move up 25 movements to go up here. Yeah, he, he, he occupies a 3 by 3 Okay, I'm going to say, so I get right there, and then uh, I'm going to attack him twice with my new spear, because he's awesome. And hey, make your, make your verse attack. Awesome. All right. So, uh, first attack is twenty-three to hit. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, he had five health. I'm pretty sure you're gonna deal more than five I damage. I mean, yeah, because it's um, uh, all kinds of things. That's um, stuff. Buddy, so he was like, oh, I didn't get a chance to go. I, I mean, like, I, I, I stab the thing, and then it just... <laughs> pull the... It's like, it looks at the spear again. I like this thing. Twirl it. Um, is there any way of... Uh, I don't know. Not really looting it, but is there any way... Uh, have we exposed any of like the power core or access to the power core at all to be able to I don't know hotwire it so it works for me I know we we basically shut it down but is there a way of hotwiring it so that way it will work for us as you go to disassemble the body it turns into a shadow vapor and disappears you would then recognize that someone uses a summon hmm I wanted a robot. Kick at the just kick at the mist. Let's go. Ugh. Head towards the yeah. stairs. Uh, you gonna take point again? Okay. You go along now the north, or I say the southeastern part as you go run up and along, and you get to another court guard, forty by forty feet. And you see three griffins showing out in the middle of the courtyard. Oh, damn it. I'm going to switch to uh, my shock ammo. Yeah. Okay. I'm also going to convey that they are there to the rest of the party if we're not all in the courtyard yet. I am sneaking, by the way. Okay. I look at Agronail. Do you want to burn stuff? Uh, unfortunately, heat metal was about the only thing I have that can... Unfortunately, the only thing I'm good at is heating metal. 
it uh, seems. I'm going to reach into my pack, and uh, yeah. if if memory serves, I have... Let me look in my notes. Um, did I, did How I, close I, are they together? Mm, they're about five feet from each other. Okay, right. instead of shock ammo, I'm switching to explosive. Nice. Okay. Are um, they uh, chained up while wearing any metal collars? Nope. Um, I'm so going to take two of the potions of wild magic and gingerly hand them to Agrinale and go try these out. Why? Because I can. And then um, I'm going to just literally start walking straight in there um, to get their attention on, on me. So as you start walking you here, ah, oh, the intruders. Come here, mortals. We wish to play a game of riddles with you. Mm. Uh, Buddy readies his shield and shotgun axe. So no fighting. Just looking around. No, just some claw attacks if you fail our riddles. Okay. I'm going to stay hidden for now and keep back. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming the other three y'all walk up? Yes. Okay. Uh, how close do you get to them? Uh, I would say about... 15 feet? Yeah, 15 feet seems good. Close enough to, if I need to rush in, I can attack him, but out of the range as an immediate swipe. Hmm. So you stand before them and say, where's the fourth one? Uh, Buddy says, oh, uh, we got separated some way. Really? But y'all just took down that robot in the previous floor. Just look. And... They point behind you. It's just a giant wall of screens, which is replaying your past footage. So the part we all are sneaking in, and then on the bottom right monitor, it just shows Fred chilling out by the entrance. To call him insurance. I'm gonna hold my action uh, for any aggressive, any attack from. No. So is he not playing the game? Because if not, we will have to have a fight instead. And I don't think you want that to happen. Um, what, what say what 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 do we what do we think? Psych psychically, play the game. If worst comes to worst, we can just beat him and keep going. I don't see the harm in it. Play the game. We'll see. Try our luck. Rez, why don't you go ahead and come out? But be ready. I, I will do that. So as you join the group, that tell you these riddles stretch from easy to difficult. Pass one of them, and you will only take one attack from us. Pass two, and you may go free. Get all three, we will reward you with a gift. Are you ready for the first one? 
No, but let's have it anyway. Betty, buddy nods and saying, okay, let's hear it. All right. The first one says, I cover cities and destroy mountains. I make men blind, yet help them to see. Uh, discuss it with the before we answer. Yes, you may. Just let us know when you have the final answer. Covers cities, but destroys mountains. Buddy says, is it glass? No, I'm just talking to everybody, not answering. Not oh answering. no, this is this is all this is all psychically. This is this is not out loud. Okay. I mean you can talk out loud and I'll just they'll just know just say this is the final answer and then give it before I'm just assuming y'all just talk amongst yourselves. Okay. okay. Uh we're just talking amongst ourselves, so Buddy says, Do you think the answer is glass? But how does glass destroy mountains? Well, do you think uh because of minerals some minerals come from mountains, so in order to produce these minerals they need to uh, cavern and also extract them from mountains. I just say the sun. Um. For help, you can make. You all can make one intelligence check each per riddle. What about, so you can have. What about greed? Destroy mountains, that's possible, but I'm not wondering if it's something a little more simple. Sand over time wears away things in the desert. It can cover cities, can be everywhere in a city. You can blind someone by throwing sand in their eyes, and you can smelt sand into glass. But how would... Mm-hmm. Exactly. How would sand destroy mountains? If you pressurize sand at a high enough pressure, you can use it to cut. They could cut, but I don't know if it would explain of destroying mountains. Uh, I use sandblasters to, to clean buildings. DM, you hmm. said uh, an intelligence check for... Each of you can make one intelligence check for a riddle. So you can have, so each of y'all can make one intelligence check per riddle. And um, depending on I which you roll, I'll tell you whether you're close or far away. I'll, um... I, I won't make the roll this time, because my intelligence sucks ass. I mean, I rolled a 16, and my thought is greed. That's the only thing I can think of. So you rolled a 16 in greed... Uh, you feel like that's nowhere close to the mark. Okay, well, then. What? I rolled a 13 with you the sun. It? A 13 with what? The sun. The sun? Mm, no, you're not getting any good vibes from that. Something else. Buddy and Agrino, you can still make an intelligence check. Uh, alright, I'm rolling for an intelligence check. Oh my god, I got four. And what what are you what are you suggesting? Glass. Glass? Yeah. You feel like you're close, but 
maybe that's not the correct answer, but it's a part of the answer. Agronel's fairly confident. All right, make a roll I'm, I'm going to say that he's intelligent. In, you said I can only do one intelligence roll per riddle? Or per riddle? Okay, then I will absolutely make an intelligence roll. I'm trying to help uh, out does, here. How does a 16 set you with Sam? You feel like that's the right answer? Okay. Agronel looks confident and smug as fuck. You know what? I, I'm and uh, I just I have no idea. I don't. Riddles are not my not my forte. What your best guess is as good as is is better than what I have. I would like to answer if anybody if nobody objects. Play says you have the floor, my good sir. I step pointedly within attack within swiping range because that's part of the rules. I get a claw back. Yep. You know? So I step pointedly within swiping range, bow, and say, Is I would like to answer with sand. Hmm, you are wiser than most. You are correct. And then the middle one nods, and then the right one flies off. And the one on the right steps forward. Are you ready for the next one? I was I will step back pointedly. <laughs> All right, your next thrill is, what runs around a city but never moves? Really, Corey? <laughs> Fucking really, Corey? What? What do you mean? Hold on, I gotta think. What? Do you want me to make them super hard? No, I just, I just like. What are the odds? Okay. So, do you think, like, the road? Because it goes around the city and never moves. No, because it goes through the city. And it's... Um, I believe... It's, I want... It, it's like, I want to be honest. Um... I'm not going to say a damn thing, because I do know the answer to this one. I, I'm fairly certain. I'm going to go with Rose uh, with an unnatural 20. Uh, you feel like that's the wrong answer. Um, okay. I'm going to go with, like, buildings and or walls, and I rolled a 12. Do you feel like walls is a pretty good answer? Okay. Chow, what you got? Oh, so like you, I I'm not sure. Uh, like, do you think walls is the answer? It makes sense. <sighs> I was about to say if Agronel knows the answer, Agronel, if you want to say the answer to them. Uh. Am I allowed to DM because I do know the answer? I, uh, you I, can make I will me step an intelligence check. I'm gonna say I will. I will step forward within reach and go. I would like to give our answer. Looks over at Agronel and raises an eyebrow. And what is your answer? Walls. That is correct. The right one flies away. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> 
I was like, what What goes around a city? And I'm like, well, we're thinking medieval. I'm trying to make y'all think, but, but not sit here for four hours, all yes, right? That's I'm exactly. striking a bell. No, 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 I didn't figure it out. I'm sorry. There was a book that I was recently listening to as an audiobook, and that was one of the damn riddles. This guy has a riddle off with the king of the fae, and it, it, that's one of the riddles. <laughs> All right, are you ready for your final one? Should you get this one, I will grant the wisest of you a reward. Yes. I have, I have rivers without water, forests without trees, mountains without rocks, and towns without houses. Rivers without water. Oh. See, but the third one is just for you, for you guys to get an item. That's why I had to make it more difficult than the other two. The Agronel says to the group, that sounds to me like either a painting or a map. Uh, buddy rolls for intelligence for map. Alright, what's the roll? Roll the eight. Oh my god, all these rolls are terrible. Uh, that was a night. I have a twenty not natural for um like a painting or a map. That's kind of, that's kind of what I was thinking, anyways. Because twenty sense. not natural for a map. Yeah, you feel like map's the right answer. Yeah, I, I got a nineteen for map <laughs> for painting or map. So I so, so I feel like like all of us kind of look at each other and almost in unison kind of go map with somebody else map. kind of going, go, going like paint. No, 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 map. Yes, go with map. Map is what we're going for. Yeah, map. <laughs> that is correct. However, it appears y'all knew that one. How about now? I will keep my word, and you see, um, uh, Griffin dig up something. It appears to be a um, common longsword, um, some slight magical affinity, and it says, "But I would gladly have y'all do this fiddle." However, you can do that one too, that's fine. But if you do, it's up another, um, actually you see it around its chest. It looks like a amulet that even you who do not use magic Zoltash can tell there's a large concentration of magic in that amulet. So, it will give us a long start and let it pass, or let us answer another riddle. Oh no, you get the lone sword either way. I'm just wondering if you would prefer a bit meatier of a challenge. I think I'll be happy with just one of us taking the long sword and we keep going. Well, it's a shame you have no interest in this unique amulet. What is the downside for losing? No, nothing. Nothing. I'm bored of this castle anyway. So then why not just give us, I say we, give us this? I say we take the challenge. Well, one of you is wise, and here it is. Although I do warn you, there have been fair few mortals that have ever actually endured this. Well, Who says I'm entirely mortal? Very well. Then you must answer this riddle. I begin eternity and in space, at the end of time, and in every place. 
Last in life, second to death, never alone, but found in your breath. Contained by earth, water or flame, my grandeur so awesome when dare not tame. Not in your mind am I in your dreams, vacant the, the kings and present the queens. You just asked the goddamn grammar. Uh, you just asked the goddamn grammar fanatic a riddle that lists so many damn things. What are they again? No, it's funny because I know it. That's why I'm saying I'm laughing. No, what, what are the words again? I, I have it in chat. Yeah, type. I begin eternity and end space at the end of time. Oh yeah. And in every place. Last in life. God damn it, Corey. Yeah, that's all I'm like. I don't know. I'm going... I, okay, I'm going to figure this one out on my fucking own. Uh, I'm going to roll an intelligence check for the goddamn letter E. <laughs> roll an intelligence check, then. Uh, that, that's, that's a 15. That's a nat- uh, you feel pretty confident in the answer. That's a nat 20 right. for me. That's a letter E. Oh. What are, mortal, what are mortals you come across stupid or something? I can give you a harder one if you would prefer. I'll <laughs> no, even throw not at all. I'll even throw in an extra gift. <laughs> so I appreciate I appreciate the offer, but I think we've used up our luck for the day. Yes. Fair enough. So whoever has the highest wisdom modifier. The highest wisdom modifier gets this amulet. I have a plus that, five. That, I have a plus five. Want to duke it I out? It, Let's duke it out, bro. Okay, I want. Wait, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, since Agrinel was the one to make the intelligence check, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll twenty set of dice. I'll have Agonel call even a rod. I rolled, I was going to say, I rolled it too, and I was the one that got the nat 20, but I, I, I want this I want this dice, or I want this this. this How this pretty dice. is this amulet? Yeah, that's what I was going for. <laughs> uh, you would desecrate Sharkbait's corpse to have it. <laughs> no. <laughs> so Sharkbait's my only friend. You might want, okay. Um, then I stutter. <laughs> Just call All it. Right. I want to see this. Then, uh, let's flip a damn coin. What do you take, buddy? Heads or tails? Uh, Heads. Me? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Me? The, the, I'm assuming you mean Zoltash, right? Yeah. Not buddy. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm in, I'm in uh, Zoltash. Uh, so, yeah, you're rolling that train, I, Zoltash. You call it even or odds? Uh, I'm calling even. And it's, it's odd. It's odd. It's odd. <laughs> Yes! Oh, fine. Robot wins again! <laughs> and he says, maybe we meet again somewhere else and then flies away. I bow. Yeah. I, ca- I, 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 I casually like walk up to where you're putting this, this amulet over your neck and I, 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 I gotta raise it up your chest and look at it and go, a lot of power, but it's a little bit too gaudy for me. And then kind of just pats it on your chest and steps back. Agronil pointedly gets a wide-eyed expression and takes a step back, just instinctively. 
you aggro before even attuning to it, you realize that this is able to conjure a weapon. Ooh. Would you like to conjure a weapon? Uh, not against my not against my comrade, but I would like to conjure it. I did still instinctively take a step back, though. No, no, like, when I say conjure, it would just appear in your hands. Yeah. Why? Because I went up into your space, and I... And, and, I and it, it, it spawns the lore at. It speaks to the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Wondrous item rare. When its wielder drops into a tree, the something narrates events the tree has lived through. The age of the lore depends on how deep the axe is buried with deeper strikes resulting in older experiences. It speaks for the tree. It's the lore axe. It's a one-handed axe that deals 1d8 plus 4 damage. I don't know why you're laughing so much. <laughs> Alright, I'm, I'm going to custom, custom, simple, one-handed axe. It deals 1d8 plus 4 damage. <laughs> and it is magical in nature. Okay. That's perfect. What type of damage? Uh, slashing. That is too perfect. I am. I am. I am not sorry. Range five. Range five feet. I assume. Yeah. It can also. It can also be thrown, and will always return to your hand after being thrown. Woo. Body looks slashing. Range five feet. Slash. Thrown for what type of footage are we talking about? Uh, twenty feet. Twenty. All right. Fair enough. Buddy looks at your ass and says, ooh, nice sax. Dexterity or strength? Uh, it's first to tell. Okay. So either. So either. Oh, sorry, it's, it's, it's a, it's a uh, since it's a match, it's a finesse weapon, so either dex or strength. Alright, dexterity it is. Who has the, um, the sword? Well, it's currently in the ground right now. Okay. Uh, I, I'd like to pick it up and take a look at it. Not necessarily to have, but just to pick it up and take a look at it. Okay. You take a look at it. It's a sword. Can I ascertain via Arcana, like, what it does? Can you? I mean, I can use an Arcana check. You can. Can you, he says. Can you? Well, I mean, with a 16, can I? Yeah, it's a nice 1d8 plus 2 longsword plus 2 to hit. I hate to be repetitive. Uh, what was that damage on the war axe again? 1d8 plus 4. So what I have is currently better than what this thing is. Yeah, but it'll sell for a good 200 bytes, 250 bytes. Hey, buddy, you want a sword? Buddy says, sure. He takes out the short sword, short sword he had, tosses it, and then grabs the long sword and says, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Alright, so what was that again? It's a 1d8 plus 2 
damage plus two to hit while on sword. Uh, do I need strength dexterity for that? Uh, it's, it's a long sword, so strength. Okay. And if you two-hand it, which is kind of hard for you to do with a shield, and two-handed it, it's a 1d10 damage. So right now it's a 1d8, because one, you use it one-handed. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I'll just use it when I lose my shield. Awesome. I'm, I just no no don't get me started again please. <laughs> well now you have a proper weapon. Uh, I gesture to the axe. Mm -hmm. What do you mean proper weapon? I the shard of pain has been in my family for generations. Hmm. Agrinel, would you like to tell the party of your, your new uh, amulet? Oh, um, oh, the amulet gave me this. And I just de summon the weapon. Or de construct or whatever it is. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the Lorax. It speaks for the trees. Well, what's the reach on the longsword? Uh, five feet. That might be helpful in the next forest we go into. Who knows what the trees might have seen or felt. Fun fact, it also works on computers, so if you chop a computer in half, you can extract, you can extract the data from it. Ooh, it apparently works for hacking as well. Nothing much more than hacking hard drives. Agronel stops for a second, looks up, and then goes, <laughs> hacking. <laughs> that was good. That was that was good. That was good. Um, now that they've left and we've done that, uh, is there another staircase? I'm trying to I'm trying to remember. Uh, there's an elevator. Hmm, an elevator. Like that won't give us away. At this rate, I uh, point over to the screen. They're bound to know we're here. Agreed. Although, an uh, elevator seems a bit death-trappy. Um, is, is that, it, it's just the elevator? There's no stairs or anything? In case nope, just the elevator. There's nowhere else to go. Death trappy, maybe, but not a whole lot else we can do. Mm, I'd like to head over to the uh, elevator to uh, examine it and see if it needs to have hacked. You're examining it for what? If it needs to be hacked or anything, or is it? Just ding, mm, press like it, Looks like it need, looks like it needs a key card. Mm. Were we given one, or do we need to? 
use the new acts of lore. I mean, that's up to you. Can we just use the axe to hack it and go up? Well, it'll be informational hacking. It won't necessarily be just reading the key card type hacking. Am I correct in that assumption? Yeah, but you you can make me a hacking check to see what you would need to do. Know what I mean? All right, what do I roll? It's intelligence, my dude. Oh, the one thing I, I'm not proficient in. I got you. That's okay when Cthulhu loves me to do. That's a bad 20. <laughs> you feel like if you gave this, you know, elevator a good smack, you could probably override the systems by temporarily breaking it and forcing it shut down. Uncharacteristically, Agronail takes the... Uh, do I have to smack it with the axe or just smack it in general? I mean, you can either, like reset it and put in the correct key combo or just, you know, tearing out the cables. Uncharacteristically, Agronel just goes, bitch, and just slaps it with his sword, the butt of his sword. It, it breaks, goes into reboot mode, and the elevator door opens. That worked. I needed that. I apologize. No, Agronel says. Can I check it for traps? Well, I mean, it's an elevator. But sure, go ahead. Well, Agronel takes out his frustrations on an elevator. <laughs> What's your perception roll for that trap, Rez? 37 million. Is it perception, or is it investigation? Uh, investigation, sure. Uh, 17. Mm, you notice that the carpet is actually hand-woven instead of machine-made. Wow. Cool. <laughs> so I'm guessing that's a go-ahead. Sure. I'm going to uh, step into the elevator and wait a second to see if anything happens. Same. Uh, all right. We'll also so, step into the elevator. So yeah. you're all in the elevator. Yeah. Any buttons uh, for up? Yeah, there's one button. Hmm. It just it just says um top. Beep. Does it beep, boop, or bong when I press it? Um, you hear... <laughs> you hear that, so you know. Why did I hear that? Because you smashed the butt of a sword into the electrical part, so you hear the electrical wires singe together like that. And it creates a very low-pitched rasp. We like noise. Okay. And it's slowly going up. You hear some nice, smooth, classical music. Which, actually, any of you can make a history check and realize who's playing the violin. Ooh, you know what? Why Ooh, not? yes. Why I would not? love this. Because I am a noble. I'm also going to hold an action for uh, when the door opens, if there's any kind of threat on the other side. 
Uh, Buddy will just hold a shield in front of him, in front of him, and in front of the door, just in case something attacks. Nineteen. Uh, on uh, nineteen total. Twenty-two for me. Uh, so you two both realize that this is actually one of the most famous uh, composers of history, Trika Notame. Uh, she was a very widespread uh, priestess in her age back in the 1600s, and she was actually very instrumental in getting the human and non-human races to commingle and uh, interbreed with different species. Uh, she's actually heralded as a saint. People still revere her to this day. Adrenal is delightedly humming along. It's relaxing. The, the title of the song is Oath to Inversion, uh, Fortunato S2 in C Major. Well, whoever, whoever has this has good taste. Shame. It's relaxing. And you come up and the doors do open. I cast Fireball. No. Um. Oh, you cast Fireball? Okay, make me an attack. <laughs> okay. uh, so, so that's that save, right? It's a total deck save. It's, you know, a ninth level Fireball. Just fuck it. No. Um. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> no. Uh, you see, uh, you see a, well, it looks like a Dracotar sitting about 45 feet from you, sipping tea, reading. I dare say you have quite the taste in music. Forgive the intrusion, old chap. How are you? He lifts up. Finally, some civility in this day and age. You, come forward. I have this tea specifically made from 19th century from Motali, back when they were actually the world's greatest tea capital. You must try it. Barrister Agronale Fairchild. Um, unfortunately, I think I shall be abstaining from the tea. I mean, no disrespect. But, um, you can see my situation. A shame. I was hoping to sell it to you, too. I heard you were a noble, although I did do a fair bit about your history. Seems a shame how your uh, parents got scammed into putting you into that, into that robot when they were going to inherit the money anyway. Oh, I outlived them all for it anyway. That's Am I true. correct to think that this guy is our target? I don't know, is he? Because, <laughs> I mean, he looks like a Draco Tar. And he has. Let's see, he has. He is yellow scaled. What was the color and, that we were supposed to go after? Uh, a yellow scaled with wings. And he has a yellow scaled with wings. Did we have a name? <laughs> yes, you did. Which I actually wrote down for once. Uh, Nolafa the Obscured. Are you, perchance, Nolafa the Obscured? I do quite despise that nickname. You know, I actually go out on parade quite frequently. I don't know why they call me that. Probably on I fire. Nolafa. Maybe because it bothers you. If you fire, okay, make me an attack roll. No hesitation. He just, yeah, this is the target. Okay. Well, yeah, he's a rogue. He can't do anything else. 
Uh, that is a 22. Yeah, you shoot, and it looks like your bullet bounces off of force field around him. Agronel looks surprised. Oh, yeah. Okay, but it was an explosive bullet. Yeah, explosive around his force field. I could have called that. I just casually uh, walk closer and go towards where the T is and uh, mention, um, may I? Thank you, Stipality. Please, come sit. Apparently you're here to kill me for some reason. But I'm enjoying to sit and saying, possibly. I look at, uh, I look at, uh, I, I look at, uh, who fired the shot? Rez. Rez. I wish I had that kind of quick thinking. I normally talk things through, but that kind of quick thinking could be useful. You'll have to teach me sometime. And I walk forward. Not sarcastically at all, by the way. Rez is going to uh, stay back and keep his rifle trained on this person. Do the other three of you sit down for tea? Yes, and um, I don't really sit. I kind of stand behind the chair, uh, pick up the tea, and uh, go, I, I, I beg your pardon, but uh, um, I'm here on business, but courtesies, and uh, takes a sip of the tea. It tastes delicious. It's so refreshing. It's somehow tangy, yet with a sweet honey that's slightly acidic, but with a mint aftertaste. I, I I do ask you how it tastes because uh, I, I would like to know. But I I, I literally words. say that verbatim as I'm like slowly swirling it. And yes, my pinky is out. In case you were wondering, listeners, because I'm not a barbarian. Thank you. Yeah, you're a fighter. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I calmly put it back uh, in its saucer yeah. and uh and 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 set it back down on the table. Would you care for biscuits? I just had some made. They're quite delicious, I must say. Buddy looks at the biscuits. Ooh, don't mind if I do. <laughs> oh, perfect. He uh, he does this. Tots his hands, and the servant brings out them. So, you know, a very light afternoon night snack. You'll forgive us if we don't reveal our sources or our um, the re the person who sent us here. You'll forgive us if we don't reveal who that is. Oh, yeah, the Keepers. They live about 48 miles southeast of here. They're currently conducting the raid. You mean those people? I pointedly don't answer. Um, what I would like to know, however, is why the civility? Well... Uh, you see, I just moved in last week, so I'm, I'm very confused about this whole thing, naturally. Yeah, but for some reason, the previous landlord was awfully quick to leave this area. Hey, get this, he only sold this land to me for, it's about 800 acres. He sold it to me for about 50,000 bytes, a steal. It even has a great life for the ladies. That would have raised so many red flags. I would have been asking questions. Well, I did, and, and uh, he said that, um, unfortunately, his business 
investments were failing in Motali. Because uh, if you don't know, the last owner, he owns half of that city that got raised to the ground earlier this year. He thought it was a pretty safe nice. investment because it was near the border. Unfortunately, it got burned to the ground by terrorists. So I thought he was just trying to recoup his losses and had to go there immediately. And plus, you know, I just, you know, and he just, he, he, uh, he, uh, he uh, claps again and it's uh, really large, about 100 screen lowers. And it's just a gorgeous view of the lake, you know, a couple of civilians fishing by it. He says, look at this view. It is just not worth 50,000 bytes. It's a steal. It is, but again, red flags. Where I'm from, that's like buying dock property for residential prices. There's something shady going on there. There is. Actually, I wanted to get to that. And that he kind of puts over the first one of you. He's like, I'm wondering why you murdered two of these civilians on the first floor of the castle. Well, you did leave four of them alive. Pilot, we thought they were gods. We were here to kill you, after all. Well, oh, well, that's strange. Well, the first one was a guard. The other four were youth in training. They're all about 15, 16. They were hoping to oh, learn swordsmanship. They're all aspiring blacksmiths. Remind me to send my condolences to the family, please. I'll In, take it out of the estate funds. See, the second floor with the robot... Oh, yes, that was one of my assistants. She was practicing conjuring. I was I was wondering why she suddenly had, had a panic attack. I guess you dispersed a bit. Can I make an insight check on him while this is going on to make sure he's not just, like... If he's, if he's actually sincere or not? Sure. Uh, I will also make an insight check as well. Sure. Dirty 20. He seems sincere. I got 21. Yeah, he seems sincere. Huh. Actually, my biggest wonder is, how did you summon the Griffins on, on, on the fourth floor? So they were there. They were already there? Huh. Yeah. I didn't realize this castle came with the Griffins. Did they stay? I saw them fly away after giving you something. It seems they, they did say they were bored of this castle, so we may have to entice them back. The last owner didn't even tell me about Griffins. Okay. Well, it also seems the last owner didn't uh, tell you quite a few things, if you don't mind. If it's all in the, the fairness of business. Um, what say I give you one of my resources or another for or so access to one of my resource supply lines or the name of the previous owner? He looks quite perplexed, and he says, Oh, are you all not from Kosa? Which town am I from? I'm from a port town. Yeah, but, well, none of y'all are from this country. Oh, no. I'm from, and I give the name of the town I'm from, the city I'm from. Oh, that's, yes, that's, he just goes to one by one. Oh, you all don't know the local customs around here, then. No, I'm afraid not. Well, technically, I'm the 45th uh, Nolafa. Around here, as soon as you take a piece of land, that is now your new name. Officially to the government, anyways. You still have your personal name, 
but I do like to be addressed by, you know, the formal name, which I acquired. So, are you looking for one of the previous occupants, then, of this land? Specifically, the one who sold it to you. Oh, yes. He was, uh, it was a very shady individual. I think he was, I think he was a master in necromancy. Actually, most of his stuff is still in the, the part of the tower. I'd be glad to show it to you, but, uh, are they going to still attack my castle? I believe Unfortunately, it seems like they didn't give us enough details. You know, I'm starting to get this overwhelming feeling of continually being played, which is starting to irritate me. A lot. You wouldn't have to come in this car, would you? And he pans over to uh, the car with the ranger. You would have to come in there, would you? That was our ride. That have was. Been... Well, I'm just wondering, because it looks like the exact same car that the last occupant drove out of. Yeah. I'm just wondering if there's a connection to it. Interesting. We are getting played again. Yeah, but he's getting a little frustrated right now because he doesn't like to be played. Or you have full use to my family yacht as well. Oh, that's a if you're ever in town. Quite a privilege. Um, do you have any way of contacting that um, acquaintance of yours in the Ranger? If they would kindly stop blowing up my property, I'd be more than happy to show you where the last occupant left. I still have it in one of the storerooms. It reeked too much of death, so I decided not to touch it. You understand? Yes. I am aborting the mission might get us targeted, I am warning you. I'm tired of being played. Well... That being said, I forget the driver's name every fucking time, and I still love him. Uh, the ranger drove y'all out. Oh, the ranger drove us out. Yeah, y'all have air communication with him? Yeah, y'all have air pieces. Excuse me, sir. Ranger, you, yes. Yeah, the robot, what you want? Abort mission. It seems things have gotten a bit complicated. With what? You found the target. It seems... How old is your intel? About two weeks. Why? When did you move in? He said, why, six days ago. Why? Your intel's outdated. Well, that's just the intel I have. I'm not one of the higher-ups in there. I'm, I'm, I'm just a third-party hired out. That the man the here, the man you've been contracted to kill, the man that we have here on our sites, moved in six days ago. Oh, shit. Alright, well, does that guy know of anything? Anything the last owner left? And he yes, says, hey, you're standing next to it. Also necromancy. Hang on. And then you hear the fighting suddenly stop. And then um, you hear a, a certain ding on your end. And then uh, you hear the ranger come back in. Uh, okay, I just acquired funds. Please tell whoever owns this castle, uh, this should more than suffice for all the damages we just inclined. 
And uh, you, um, do you pass it along, Agarnell? I do. Um, he just funds. It's funds for about 150,000 bytes. He says, okay, well, this should be able to fix up everything. Sure, I'd be glad to, I'd be glad to show you the storeroom. And he gets up, and, uh, he shows you to the storeroom. He says, you're more than welcome to look around. It just, it just reeks of death. I just want to warn you about that. As soon as you want to leave, feel free to talk to one of my servants. And I'm, and I, I must insist you purchase a crate of tea for a hundred bites. It's to die for. Tell you what, instead of staying at a uh, hotel or some other smaller establishment, if you're ever in my neck of the woods, do feel free to make use of the uh, the Fairchild estate. Would you, the Fairchild? You know yes. what? I actually that estate. I was actually planning to do business with them to ship my new investments down there. Was that you? Oh my goodness, we we need to have a deal right now. And he kind of takes Agrinel off to talk about business while the other three of you are looking at, looking at the storeroom. Okay. Um, then I guess we can go and look at it. I did say Barrister, uh, Barrister Agrinel Fairchild, which, yeah. For those of those, for those of you listening, uh, for what a barrister is, uh, Google it. Mm, wow, harsh. Okay, so you three are in the storeroom. It reeks of death. Okay, I just roll for investigation. Sure. Me, I'm gonna uh, follow. Same. Ah, <laughs> uh, my investigation fail. I got a two. There are some really pretty rocks in here. Oh my goodness. Um, 19. You're able to parse out the different decaying corpses in here. Well, like, you know they belong to a corpse because of all the... There's literally a box of just human femur bones. A lot of other necromancy stuff, and you do see scattered among them a map. I would like to take the map. It looks like there are some notes on the map and on the back detailing the plans for the next month. Specifically, it notes how there will be an attack on the organization, which you are uh, currently contracted out to, and it's scheduled to take place, from what you're reading, it's scheduled to take place in one hour from now. And then there's another X in the middle of the Kosian Sea. Um, it looks like it's an underground fortress where the, his boss lies. But there's no mention of a second war general. So you're not sure about that one. But it looks like the main guy from the reports that you are looking at. Um, it looks like the name of that guy is... Uh, Yakari Noma. Don't worry, I'll put that in chat for you. Don't worry, missed a spicy episode. Mm. Hey, his loss, Arcane. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I put an E instead of an I. I'm pretty good. Let's go. You said, uh, was it, that was the boss's name? Oh, that, that you said something about. I'm trying to write that one That was a general's name. The one. You suspect this is the one you were actually contracted to, you know, assassinate. Gotcha. 
you don't really find anything else. Although you, with that 19, you do find a tome that's in the uh, far back to the right. I will pick up this tome, and I really hope it's not 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 in a part two of what I had from the other one. Uh, uh, do you choose to read it? Not now. Okay. Well, there, do you do you look at do you look at the title? Yes, the title. Uh, do you speak Dwarvish? Yes. Okay. You were able to read that the title of the book is this. I'm gonna hurt you on so many levels. I'm it's just not gonna a, destroy it's not, it's not, you. It, you no, know, you know, it's not a part two. No, but like, oh my god. Well, that's the first tome. There's also a second tome underneath it, um, which the writing of that book is. The Art of Necromancy on Spirits. <laughs> I will take that one. You said it was... Okay. I'll take both of them. But, yeah. Um, hey, listen. And, and you do see part three of the finale, so you just need part two. No, I do not. <laughs> Agronel does. Jesus. What? I said you have part oh, I was trying to speak about Alorak. I know, you have part one and part three, you just see they find part two now. So you What was that what was that about Agra now? I said you know you, you have taboo part one and taboo part three, you just need to find taboo part two. And I, I, I'll be gained, <laughs> uh, I'll have expertise on this taboo, apparently. Well, that third book is written in Dwarvish, so you can read it. Like I said, I just look at the title, shake my head, and I put it in there. I look at the tome, and I kind of, uh-huh. But uh, that's that's to to glance through later for information purposes. Uh, as you come out of the storeroom, the servant uh, follows you to the main dining hall, where, Agano, you have had a fantastic conversation with this. You two are in business together, and he's even willing to give you a 65-35 split of the profits. Uh, 65 on his end or my end? Your end. Ooh. Well, then. For once, somebody I don't have to argue with a threat. You've been quite the conversationalist. Well, this night hasn't turned out how I expected, but uh, it was definitely interesting. Although I do have to ask, are they going to uh, attack me again? Well, don't do anything against them, and probably not. Okay, well, as long as this is resolved, I'd rather have to not go through the authorities over this and make that a huge little headache. I contact the ranger, the ranger here with us. Noted. What's up? Uh, I asked the ranger, do you plan on attacking this estate again? Uh, the orders don't come from me, they come from up above. Fair enough. It looks like no for now. Well, if our intel's actually bad, then you, you gotta take it up with the guy, you, who, uh, the boss you talked to. I'm just a good soldier here. Very well, I suppose. 
Uh, I'll, right, put in a, I'll, I'll put in a good word, but I do promise I'll do my best to not get you attacked again. And if you happen, well, and if you happen to have any issues in the interim that we might be of service, uh, then uh, by all means contact us. You've been a most hospitable host. Well, now, once you're done with your current objective, I do have a nice mining operation I'm trying to start in Southeast Kosa. I could use some muscle on clearing out the uh, the monsters. Of course, I'd, I'd be happy to pay you for your services, of course. Give you a fair price. That sounds fun, gentlemen. That would be a well, well... Nah. Yes. Yes, we would be interested. And uh, he, he, hits, he hits in his hands. His a hand to all of you for a handshake. Mm-hmm. Handshake. Agrinel gives a noble's bow as after the handshake. Mm-hmm. Zoltas, so, you shake his hand? Yes. Buddy? Yes. Rez? Rez just looks at him, nods, and walks by. Hmm. Buddy uh, says, uh, no, don't mind him. He's like that to everyone. <coughs> oh, no. Listen, tell him that T is a great mood enhancer. He will love it. All right, my servant will be happy to show you out, and uh, do contact me when you're doing your first job. I um, I don't want to spoil it, but I think there's some diamonds and minerals in that mine that could be very lucrative to both of us. I've been wanting to start a jewelry business. Oh, that's fascinating. Well, I do hope you'll have a safe journey wherever you end up heading, and please don't be a stranger. You as well. So you guys make your way out of your castle, out of the castle, and you meet up with the ranger. I always love unexpected hospitality. That's great. He comments, well, I guess we got new intel to look forward to. Learn anything? I say we should message home base back and let them know of changes. Let me contact. Let me contact them real quick. And he walks off for a second. Should we try to surprise uh, the head boss? Because um, I don't want to give them a heads up that uh, we know certain things. Wouldn't, wouldn't I recall right now that there's supposed to be an attack on our current employer who is scheduled to be in the next hour? You see the, oh, yeah. uh, you see the ranger making a bunch of different humbles and whatnot? And oh, um, there appears to be an attack on the home base in the next hour or so, I tell the ranger. He looks back, he says, try one hour ago. Hang on. Uh, you, you see him nodding and whatnot. And he says, okay, understood. He turns back and says, all right, change of plans. Home base is now bombed out and pretty much destroyed. So we're going to a secondary hideout location. It's about four hours north of here. Fantastic. And as you all wait the castle goodbye and get in the car, that's where we'll end this surprise session. Tune in with us Woo! next week, and uh, you might find a boss that time. Who knows? Yay! It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Woo! And nobody dies! Alright, Zoltash, you know the deal. I do, and because of that, thank you everybody for tuning in. Uh, as always, it has been real. 
it has been fun, and it has been real fun. So uh, we'll see you next time. Goodbye, nerds. Later, nerds. Later, nerds. Later, nerds.